Hello friends, it is Sean here, it is Tuesday, it is the 10th of October, a date that has been looming large on my calendar for quite a while, because friends, today is the day I get to take my Bible and go into the local army barracks where I am going to be sworn in as a chaplain in the Australian Army Reserve. Yep, it is a day that I have been slogging away, studying, preparing, oh my goodness, push-upping, sit-upping, running around, doing all sorts of things for the last oh, over a year and a half. And I've now uh, quite unbelievably reached the point where I am going to put my hand on my Bible and swear an oath, and then I get to be the padre. I get to look after the soldiers who I'll be serving beside caring for them and telling them that they are loved and forgiven. What an amazing role this is. Thank you to so many of you who've supported me along the way getting here. It is quite unbelievable and I am so, so humbled that God has set me on this path, put me on this journey and here I am. Today is the day. But before I get there and head out in front of all my family and friends and do the oath, Let's read the Bible together, shall we? Let us set our day up the right way. Today is a big day in the book of Acts. Today is the Council of Jerusalem, where the leadership of this young church gather together to work out what do we do with all of these Gentiles who are becoming believers? How do we include them in this very Jewish movement? And how do we make space for them to be genuine and full parts of this, just as the Jews are? Wonderful to see what they do as they are trying to keep up with what the Holy Spirit is already doing. So, why don't you join me, friends? Let us read together Acts chapter 15. While Paul and Barnabas were at Antioch of Syria, some men from Judea arrived and began to teach the believers. Unless you are circumcised as required by the law of Moses, you cannot be saved. Paul and Barnabas disagreed with them, arguing vehemently. Finally, the church decided to send Paul and Barnabas to Jerusalem, accompanied by some local believers, to talk to the apostles and elders about this question. The church sent the delegates to Jerusalem, and they stopped along the way in Phoenicia and Samaria to visit the believers. They told them, much to everyone's joy, that the Gentiles too were being converted. When they arrived in Jerusalem, Barnabas and Paul were welcomed by the whole church, including the apostles and elders. They reported everything God had done through them. But then some of the believers, who belonged to the sect of the Pharisees, stood up and insisted, The Gentile converts must be circumcised and required to follow the law of Moses. So the apostles and elders met together to resolve this issue. At the meeting, after a long discussion, Peter stood and addressed them as follows. Brothers, you all know that God chose me from among you some time ago to preach to the Gentiles so that they could hear the good news and believe. God knows people's hearts, and he confirmed that he accepts Gentiles by giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. He made no distinction between us and them, for he cleansed their hearts through faith. So why are you now 
challenging God by burdening the Gentile believers with a woke that neither we nor our ancestors were able to bear. We believe that we are all saved the same way by the undeserved grace of the Lord Jesus. Everyone listened quietly as Barnabas and Paul told about the miraculous signs and wonders God had done through them among the Gentiles. When they had finished, James stood and said, Brothers, listen to me. Peter has told you about the time God first visited the Gentiles to take from them a people for himself. And this conversion of Gentiles is exactly what the prophets predicted, as it is written, Afterward I will return and restore the fallen house of David. I will rebuild its ruins and restore it, so that the rest of humanity might seek the Lord, including the Gentiles, all those I have called to be mine. The Lord has spoken, he who made these things known so long ago. And so my judgment is that we should not make it difficult for the Gentiles who are turning to God. Instead, we should write and tell them to abstain from eating food offered to idols, from sexual immorality, from eating the meat of strangled animals, and from consuming blood. For these laws of Moses have been preached in Jewish synagogues in every city on every Sabbath for many generations. Then the apostles and elders, together with the whole church in Jerusalem, chose delegates, and they sent them to Antioch of Syria with Paul and Barnabas to report on this decision. The men chosen were two of the church leaders, Judas, also called Barsabbas, and Silas. This is the letter they took with them. This letter is from the apostles and elders, your brothers in Jerusalem. It is written to the Gentile believers in Antioch, Syria, and Sicilia. Greetings. We understand that some men from here have troubled you and upset you with their teaching, but we did not send them. So we decided, having come to complete agreement, to send you official representatives, along with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, who have risked their lives for the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are sending Judas and Silas to confirm what we have decided concerning your question. For it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us to lay no greater burden on you than these few requirements. You must abstain from eating food offered to idols, from consuming blood or the meat of strangled animals, and from sexual immorality. If you do this, you will do well. Farewell. The messengers went at once to Antioch, where they called the general meeting of all the believers and delivered the letter. And there was great joy throughout the church that day as they read this encouraging message. Then Judas and Silas, both being prophets, spoke at length to the believers, encouraging and strengthening their faith. They stayed for a while, and then the believers sent them back to the church in Jerusalem with a blessing of peace. Paul and Barnabas stayed in Antioch. They and many others taught and preached the word of the Lord there. After some time, Paul said to Barnabas, Let's go back and visit each city where we previously preached the word of the Lord to see how the new believers are doing. Barnabas agreed and wanted to take along John Mark, but Paul disagreed strongly since John Mark had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them in their work. 
Their disagreement was so sharp that they separated. Barnabas took John Mark with him and sailed for Cyprus. Paul chose Silas, and as he left, the believers entrusted him to the Lord's gracious care. Then he travelled throughout Syria and Sicilia, strengthening the churches there. Thank you for the wisdom of your people. Thank you for the wisdom that your Holy Spirit gives us as we hear about the new believers grappling with should they impose their old system of law and requirement onto these new Gentile Christians and instead they come up with this beautiful compromise, Lord, which just asks them to abstain from the things that would cause real deep offence to the Jewish believers. And in doing this, it's not adding more rules onto Christian living, but just reminding us that it's not just our relationship with you, but it's our relationship with each other that matters. Help us to care for our relationship with our Christian brothers and sisters so that they can be encouraged by us and built up by us and not unnecessarily challenged and pushed so far beyond their comfort zone that they're unable to relate. Unite us as your church, Lord. Unite us as we do your work, as we encourage each other and as we follow your Spirit's prompting. All the while doing what we do with love and compassion for every one of your people that you love. And we just pray all these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. <laughs>